0: The power of our God. You shine in the shadow. You win every battle. Nothing can stand against the power of our God. In almighty fortunes, you go before us. Nothing can stand. Respiration, mm-hmm. I turn to. i uh-huh.
1: Amen. Happy Easter, Imago Church. We're going to stand and we're going to do something that the church has done throughout history and throughout the world every single Easter Sunday now for for over 2,000 years. And it's this call and response that the people of God do together. And when I say Christ is risen, you will respond, he is risen indeed. So let's go ahead and practice it once. Together, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. And we're going to try that here together on this beautiful Easter morning. Easter morning is all about new creation and the new thing that God has done. And este día de resurrección celebramos la nueva creación. And this is an opportunity for us to live into that promise of new life through the living hope that we have in the resurrection. So last Friday, we brought everything before the foot of the cross, and today we have an opportunity to live into that new promise and that new creation because of what Jesus has done, because of his life, death, and resurrection. So once again, together as the family of God, let's proclaim this good news to one another. Christ is risen! He is risen indeed. Christ has risen. He is risen indeed. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. And glory to God. Yes, let's give the Lord a praise this morning. Let's give him all of the glory because he is worthy of it. So as we posture ourselves for worship today, I'm going to go ahead and pass it to our worship team to open us in our Easter prayer this morning.
2: It's a blessing to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Es una de estar en la casa del Señor. Amen. Amen. Let's bow our heads before we enter worship. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come before you, Jesus. We are so thankful, Father God, to be gathered, Father, with our brothers and sisters here, Jesus. Father God, we worship you because you have risen, Jesus. You are alive, Father. You are alive and you live. You have rose. You have rose. Thank you, Jesus, because you are a good God. We love you, Jesus. We love you. Thank you, Jesus. Can we say amen, church? Amen. Amen. Let's worship.
3: shakes the whole earth with hope and and leaves us breathless in awe and wonder the King of glory the King of all peace yeah this is amazing grace this is unfailing love that you would take You would bear my heart, you lay down, you lay down your life, that I will be the strength oh, Jesus, I see you for all that you've done for me. Who brings our chaos, who brings our chaos back into order? And as a son and daughter, the King of glory, the King of glory. the nations, with truth and justice, shine like the sun in all of its gifts. The King of glory, the King above all. This is amazing. You gone for me. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Worthy is the king who conquered the grave. Worthy is the lamb who was slain. Worthy is the king who. done for me
1: battle belongs to our Lord. Amen? Amen. 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 This is why we rejoice today, because we no longer have to fight for victory, but because of the victory of the resurrection, we're fighting from victory. Today, we are victorious in Christ. Amen? (laughs) Tenemos la victoria en Cristo hoy. And To celebrate that, one of the ways that we do that every single week here at Imago Church, and especially during this Easter time of newness and resurrection, we actually live out that gift of restoration where God has restored us to himself and to each other through our time of greeting, what we call our hope through relationship greeting. And today we're going to take an opportunity to greet one another in the name of the Lord and to wish one another another a very happy Easter and you can go ahead and do that in just a moment but we usually have a connecting question but um, today we're really just going to take an opportunity to uh, greet one another to wish one another a very happy Easter you can share those words that we shared earlier today even with each other Christ is risen and what's the response to that he is risen indeed. You can share that with one another. Pueden um, compartir. Cristo resucitado y pueden responder, amen. But we're going to take an opportunity now to greet one another in the name of the Lord. In the same way that God has welcomed us, we're welcoming one another into this space and into life together as a community. So let's go ahead and take this moment to greet one another in the name of the Lord. You can pass the peace of Christ and wish one another a a happy Easter. So let's go ahead and take a moment to greet each other and um, then we'll continue in worship. And this, uh, after we greet one another, it'll be, we'll also uh, dismiss our our children for uh, Sunday school. So let's greet one another in the name of the Lord and wish one another a very happy Easter. I'm
3: gonna live like my king is risen. Gonna preach to my soul that you are.
0: singing the pain <laughs> <laughs> in
2: go ahead and ask you to stand. We're going to go ahead and sing one more song before we enter into the sermon. It's called Resurrecting. His name is Victory.
4: Yeah. Hey.
5: risen So we would like to invite all of you. Also, we have um, always a need for volunteers. We have people that work in uh, audiovisual—it's not my place. Um, we have people that sing, also not my place. Um, and we have people that work and set up, break down, uh, do Sunday school, that sort of thing. Any of those things that. You might be interested in. We would love to have you participate. Um, Shailene, Carlos, um, one of the regular members, uh, just ask and we'll make sure we get you plugged in. Um, We have after the service today, we're having a potluck and all are welcome. And the way potlucks work is you just show up and Maybe there's enough, and if not, we just throw another rock in the pot, uh, sort of thing. Um, did I miss anything? Okay. Um, the passage I'd like to read this is from uh, the Gospel of Luke, um, chapter 24, starting at verse 44. He said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that is written about me in the law of Moses, the prophets, and the Psalms. Then he opened their minds so that they could understand the scriptures. He told them, this is what is written. The Christ will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day. And repentance and forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations, beginning in Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. I am going to send you what my father has promised but stay in the city until you have been clothed with power from on high. Amen. i like to pray for the offering, pray for Carlos's message. Lord, we, uh, we gather here today to remember your crucifixion and especially your resurrection. The promise that you made so many years ago is with us each day. Lord, we are so thankful for all that you do for us. We ask that you put these gifts that we give, offer to you uh, to use in your kingdom. Lord, we also ask that you be with uh, Carlos. Uh, give him the words and the wisdom to speak to us and convey your message. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. There's so many ways we can build up the kingdom of God through living and giving generously, and you can do that anytime online or the instructions you see there in your bulletin. And of course, if this is your your first time here with us, please feel free to let the offering bag pass you by and just be our guest today. We're just so glad that you're here
0: waited for me This is the reason I sing oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. I will not be silent Ooh, I'll testify of your grace Jesus forever My son will victory you won over death and the grave. This is the reason I sing. For the hope that you give and the joy that you pray. For the promise that heaven is waiting for me. This is the
1: Amen. Well, we're going to continue now in our time of worship by opening up the Word of God. Vamos a abrir la palabra de Dios. And you can follow along in your Bibles, or you can hear God's Word read aloud. It should be uh, right on the projector screen, and uh, even for those that will, are worshiping online, um, it'll be right there as well on the um, on on the screen as well. Um, And just before that, uh, just as our brother John mentioned, we're going to have an opportunity for Easter fellowship immediately after service. We will have a potluck and we'll have an opportunity to just uh, be together and rejoice on this very, very happy day. And then we're also going to have an opportunity for a photo op. Um, Some congregants actually, I think it was uh, uh, Shailene and Lisbeth, decorated this Easter cross. Isn't it beautiful? It's a beautiful cross and this can be, yeah, and this can be your uh, family Easter photo op with you and your family. I believe they're going to take the cross just right outside at the entrance near the Imago sign and uh, for good lighting and all that stuff Um, and uh, that'll be right in the front and you can take a Easter family picture right in front of this beautiful Easter cross. Amen. And we can even have an opportunity to do a couple of other mix matches and uh, selfies and all that fun stuff together just right in the front. Um, So lots happening immediately after. There'll be a little Easter hunt for kids too, Um, uh, some treats available for them, and that'll be immediately after service as well. But um, as we prepare for all of that, let's prepare our hearts and our minds for the Word of God by opening up the Word of God. And today's scripture is going to be um, from the book of 1 Corinthians, chapter 15. La escritura de hoy viene del libro de Primera de Corintios, capítulo 15. And I'll read a portion for us in, um, in Spanish and then the entire portion in English. But you can follow along in your Bibles or you, or you can hear God's Word read aloud. Um, I'll read first in Spanish and then in English. Primera de Corintios, capítulo 15, versículos 1 al 4. Ahora, hermanos, quiero quiero recordarles las buenas noticias que les prediqué, las mismas que recibieron y en las cuales se mantienen firmes. Mediante estas buenas noticias son salvos. Si se aferran a la palabra que les prediqué, De otro modo habrán creído en vano, porque ante todo les transmití a ustedes lo que yo mismo recibí, que Cristo murió por, no, por nuestros pecados, según las escrituras, que fue sepultado, que resucitó al tercer día, según las escrituras. First Corinthians chapter 15 verses 1 to 10. Let's hear with open hearts and open minds from the Word of God. that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures, and that he appeared to Cephas and then to the Twelve. After that, he appeared to more than 500 of the brothers and sisters at the same time, most of whom are still living, though some have fallen asleep. Then he appeared to James, then to all of the apostles, and last, to all he appeared to me, also, says the apostle Paul, as to one abnormally born, for I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than all of them, yet not, yet not I, but the grace of God that was with me. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for your grace upon grace that showers us, Lord God. You delight in pouring down your goodness. You delight in doing a new thing in our lives and in our hearts, Lord. And God, we just pray that today you would Speak to us in a way that's fresh And in a way that's new Lord Forgive us when we just want to Check Easter weekend Easter weekend off with familiarity Lord God Help us to feel the weight and the impact Of today Of new life, of new creation Of resurrection God Ayúdanos Señor Danos nuevo entendimiento de este día de resurrección Lord we love you And God, we pray that you would shine your light on us today, enlighten us this morning, transform our hearts and our minds, Lord, and make that living hope, that power of your resurrection, may it live in us today. It's in your faithful name, Jesus, that we pray. Amen. 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 Um, Just a couple of resources. I think some people have them already, but we have these pretty cool Bibles for youth and children. And they can follow along or read along. Even the Easter story its right in the back. And um, it's one for uh, teens or preteens. And I think some may still be available, some youth Bibles out there. But we're so grateful that uh, God calls all of us here together. So usually when hearing a sermon, you kind of have to wait to the end to hear the main point, right? But today is Easter. It's Resurrection Sunday. We already proclaimed the main point when we opened the service. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Amen. Hallelujah. End of sermon, right? Some of you got way too happy about that, but we're going to keep going. But here's the main point of Easter, of, of Resurrection Sunday. And I believe we have the slide just right behind me. God is making all things new. And Easter is not an end, but Easter is a new beginning. Easter is not an end. Easter is a new beginning. The resurrection of Jesus that we celebrate at Easter today is actually the beginning of a new creation, of a new thing that God is doing in you, in me, in us. That's what we celebrate this morning. Amen? And this is a really unique aspect of the Christian story of the Christian family is that we actually place our entire story, our entire faith, we place it all the weight of it on this particular event in human history of Jesus coming, dying, and rising again. This is actually not the case for any other worldview. There is no other world religion or worldview or philosophy that bases everything on one particular event. But for us, as followers of Jesus, we go all in with the resurrection. We go big or we go home. It all comes down to that, to this day for us. One day, there was actually no such thing as a church. The day before the resurrection, the week before the resurrection, there was no such thing as the church, as the family of God. But then the day after Jesus rose from the dead, suddenly there was a church. There was a people of God. There was an unlikely community, people who didn't look, think, and act like one another, but were now called together to be the family of God, people who placed their faith and functional trust in Jesus For us as followers of Jesus, we need to understand that our entire faith, as it it says here in this passage, our entire faith hinges on this specific event that occurred on this specific day. And that's something that we can't take for granted at all. Shailene, if you could get the full lights, that that would be really helpful, please. Please. We need to understand that everything actually hinges on this day. The day before the resurrection, there was no church. Then the day after the resurrection, there was a church. There was an eternal family, now united, now eternally bonded. Suddenly, there was born into this world a new humanity. That's actually what the New Testament calls it. You and I are part of a new creation, a new humanity, not just a new religion, not just a new custom, but a new way of being human, a new way of living together, life together, to be a Jesus people, the Christian family. People who are now willing to lay down their lives and do extraordinary things, ordinary people like you and me being called into extraordinary purposes. Why? Because Jesus rose from the dead. It all goes back to that point. People were now willing to give up their new lives and gain new lives for the sake of Jesus. And, you know, one thing we all have to come to terms with, especially in different faith traditions and uh, denominations and Bible traditions and all of that, is that these first witnesses, these, the first Christians, actually didn't have access to everything we have. They didn't have a Bible that was put together, 66 books. They didn't have any of that, but what they had was the resurrection. And that was enough. They gathered around the resurrection and this promise of new creation, which is called regeneration. So that's all they had and that was enough. Their entire faith was based on that. And for that, we praise God. We see that throughout the Gospels, um, unlike other biographies, right? We see that in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Um, One very unique thing to those biographies of Jesus is that those gospel writers actually spend a lot of their time or most of their time describing the death of Jesus and the resurrection of Jesus. They did this knowing that the entire movement of God, of the church, of the family of God, the entire movement of Jesus, of this new creation, would uh, all really focus on this event. It all began with this event of resurrection. With the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, followers of Jesus went from one day being discouraged and disappointed and unsure of who they were, to suddenly, after this one event on the first Easter morning, they were no longer discouraged, but they were now convinced that Jesus rose from the dead. They had experienced a new reality, a new power. En la resurrección tenemos la experiencia de una nueva realidad, un nuevo poder. On the first Easter, the tomb was empty, and now Jesus is alive. They celebrated that just like we did today. Oh, happy day. And those first witnesses, they actually didn't fully understand everything that was going on historically or even theologically, but they believed. They believed and they belonged to this new family of God. And they just knew that, that Jesus was alive, and that was going to change everything. Somehow in the, in the resurrection, they knew that something new had entered into reality, into the world, and they understood themselves as part of that new reality, as part of that new creation. They were part of the resurrection of Jesus. They weren't just observing it. And that's the case with us today. We're not just singing about the resurrection, but we're part of the resurrection. We're not just hearing about it, but we're living into it. As God's people, we are part of this amazing event that makes us a new community, a new humanity. These early followers of Jesus, in the first Easter, they would proclaim the same words that we did today, that Christ is risen, he is risen indeed. People would uh, call and respond to that, would proclaim that to one another, When we proclaim that, we're proclaiming the gospel, the good news of God with us and proclaiming that good news is what gave them strength and encouragement to continue. Friends, brothers, sisters, let's be clear about this. Part of the hope of the resurrection is that God will be faithful to his promises. Even if it seems unlikely, even if you've waited a very long time the hope of the resurrection is that God will be faithful to his promises. He will be faithful to you. Even in this time, he will be faithful. He will come through as he always does. Dios va llenar sus promesas en tu vida. Va traer sus promesas en tu vida. He always comes through, and that's the power of the resurrection Part of the power of the resurrection can be summarized in this. God can be trusted. God can be trusted to come through. He will deliver. The good news of Easter is that the resurrection also speaks to our identity, to our purpose. The resurrection will not allow shame or guilt to have the final word on your life. It does not have the claim on your life. We can name those things. We can confess those things, but they will not have the claim on our lives. Those who trust in Jesus, in the power of the resurrection, can now uh, be right before God. Because of Jesus, there now is no barrier between you and I and God. There is nothing between us and God anymore. God has done something that has changed everything. Everything. That's the power, that's the beauty of this day. Through the cross and through the resurrection, God has restored and redefined us. He has freed us from the bondage of death, from the bondage of guilt, from the bondage of shame, and we have been set free to be the people that we were created to be. So this Easter Sunday is not just about freedom from, freedom from sin, freedom from brokenness, it's about freedom for Freedom for you and I to be who we were created to be. Because the claim of the resurrection is that what God has done in Christ is the beginning of a new creation. Part of the promise of God today is that you have a resurrection coming. You have a new creation coming. You have a new beginning coming for you. Christ is risen from the dead. And now that power has entered into this human reality, into our human story, a resurrection power that claims that whatever the worst thing may be in this life for you, even death, even circumstances, even challenges, even anxieties, whatever that worst thing may be for you, there is now something beyond that that will not have the final word in your life. Easter morning... If we put it in the most basic terms, Easter morning is really a story of a stone getting rolled away, right? There was a tomb with a stone, a giant stone in it, and then it got rolled away. And the scriptures, of course, are referring to a physical stone, but I believe that when we read about that stone, that stone also represents the barriers between us and God, the barriers between us and one another. And this Easter morning, because of the resurrection, friends, brothers, sisters, those barriers have been rolled away. They're no longer there. We all have those barriers, either mentally or emotionally or spiritually, that we put before God or put before each other, but uh, those, those barriers have been rolled away. None of those stones are big enough to keep us from God. None of those stones are big enough to separate you from the love of God. That stone, that barrier of sin and death or shame or guilt, whatever it's been for you, that, sh- that stone has been rolled away. It's now removed. Will we live into that freedom together? La invitación es vivir sin la piedra, sin la barrera. No hay una barrera ante usted y Dios. It's now been removed. It's gone. It's finished. It doesn't have power over you anymore. You can trust God. You can draw near to him as he draws near to you, and that's why the response of these early Christians was so joyful, so groundbreaking. That is why everything depended on this good news, as it says here in this passage. All of it, we're all in when it comes to the resurrection. The early followers of Jesus placed all of their chips in the game when it came the resurrection. You know, I think of this movie and uh, um, that it's probably one of my favorite movies, Um, the James Bond movie, the Casino Royale one, the uh, one that came out now almost 20 years ago, but uh, it's one where uh, James Bond, and yeah, never mind all like the silly chauvinistic stuff and all of that, but like um, uh, there's that scene where he, it's a really intense scene, but he's betting. And he's up against this, like, these world-class, like, poker players and all of that. And it, it, they're, they're all um, in organized crime. So in a card game, they're all putting in millions and millions of dollars in this one card game. And Daniel Craig, the James Bond guy, at one point, you know, the, the, his competitor is trying to make him bluff, the bad guy. And he puts all the chips in. And at one point, there's $500 million on the line just for a card game. Imagine that, right? And Daniel Craig, James Bond, he just plays it cool and has a complete poker face even though, you know, and you just wonder what he's going to do with it. But then what he does is then he looks into his enemy's eyes and he puts all of his chips in the game as well. So the stakes are completely high. Now similarly, as the people of God When it comes to the resurrection, we're all in. All of our chips are in the game. It all depends on that. It all comes down to that event, to that good news. By the power of the resurrection, we are redeemed and we are made new. We gather together weekly because that stone has been rolled away. That's what we celebrate today. There is now nothing between us and God. There is now nothing that can separate you from the love of God. No guilt, no shame, nothing done, nothing left undone. We have received this gift. On Easter morning, there was an action that was taken. And that action was from Jesus. He took a step And on Easter morning, the most important step in human history was taken. It was taken by Jesus out of the tomb into a new creation. That step was taken by Jesus on Easter morning. On that Easter morning, the stone was rolled away, and Jesus stepped out of the grave. He took a step into a new reality into a new creation. Jesus took that first step in the new creation. This was the first step that Jesus took toward us. And there's also a very important second step, and that's our step toward God. Friend, brother, sister, whether you're regular, whether you're visiting, whether you're new to... uh, hearing God's word, whether you're just interested or open or curious or not, I want you to hear this. God has taken a step toward you. God has taken a step toward you today. Nuestro Dios ha tomado un paso hacia ti. God has taken a step toward you. Will you take a step toward him today? He'll meet you right where you are. He'll receive you just as you are. And He'll take you where you need to be. The Easter morning proclamation is that Jesus is alive. And that's good news and it's true news and it changes everything. All people are invited to belong to Him. It's true news for the unconvinced. It's welcoming news to the person who feels unwelcomed. And it's good news for the person who feels unmoved. This Easter announcement is good, true, and welcoming news. That's what the resurrection is about. God takes a step toward you. Will you take a step toward him? This good, true, and welcoming news. He has welcomed you. Some of you may feel maybe a little bit like we read here in the passage where uh, Paul was even uh, saying that, you know, I, I, I came last. I, I, I saw the, I witnessed this last. Some of you may feel, well, all those things may be really cool, really great, really wonderful, maybe even true. But the truth is that I feel pretty unlikely or I feel unqualified to take that step toward Jesus. I know he's taking a step toward me, but I don't feel like I can take a step toward him And if that's true about you, if you feel that way, then I want you to know that God sees you, God hears you, God loves you, and he's patient with you. Take that step, even a baby step toward him. And if that's you, then that means you have something in common with the first witnesses, with the first Christians in the first Easter. They also felt unqualified. They also felt uncertain. They also felt insecure. But friends, brothers, sisters, again, this is part of the beauty and joy of Easter morning. And it's this, and you can write this down and remember this. God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called. God does not call the qualified. He qualifies the called, and he has called you. He has taken a step toward you. He takes a step toward you on this Easter morning. He has taken this step toward you. Now will you take a step toward him, toward the risen Lord? Puedes tomar ese paso hacia Cristo esta mañana. Jesus took that first big step from one life to a new life. He took that first big step from the tomb into new life into new creation. And this new life, new creation that Jesus has called us to is a new life beyond death. It's a new life that promises that death has been defeated and it's a life that will be everlasting. It's, a li- it's an eternal life that can begin here and now it's a, a, a call into living life to its fullest where you and I can live into those real words, by this ancient Christian leader. His name was Irenaeus. Irenaeus used to say, oh, the glory of God is humanity fully alive. The glory of God is men and women redeemed and made fully alive. That's what the resurrection power is. And we get to step into that new reality no matter what may be going on around us. So today, Take that step toward him. Jesus has already taken a step toward you. Today, you can step out of one day and enter a whole new day. Hoy puedes tomar un paso a una nueva vida, a un nuevo día. Step out of one creation and then enter into a whole new creation. Right now, This step can be taken by you, whether you're younger, whether you're older, whatever season of life that you're in, whether you're in your teens or in your your golden years, whatever it may be, you can take this step toward him. You can do it even right now, even tonight when you go back home. You can simply pray, Jesus, I trust you. I trust you more than I trust in myself or in my circumstances or situations beyond my control. Jesus, live in me today. Give me new life. Amen. Amen. You can take that step toward him. Taking that step from one day to a new day, from old creation to new creation, it may not feel that different, yet everything has changed. And that was the case, even for these early witnesses, they took that that step toward God, and immediately not everything felt different, but it was different, whether they felt it or not. The process of taking that step a second step toward God, and um, which many of us uh you know even in this prayer that we did right now, you've taken that step, second step, or you're in that season of taking that that second step toward Jesus and what that can feel like again taking a step that has changed everything even though not everything feels different it can remind me of some of the most special moments that I've had in my life I mean I've been in the Lord now for uh, for almost 18 years and um, uh, you know when I was 16 years old is when I took that step toward the Lord and I've seen just the, my life, be transformed in incredible ways. It didn't happen overnight, though. God is at work. He's doing amazing things in your life. But again, there are other examples that I can think of, some of the most special moments in my life. Yes, when I took that step toward Christ, but um, there are other moments that we can think of that where, we, where something happens, and we don't immediately feel different, but yet everything is different. And uh, for me, you know, I can uh, think of um, some of those moments, maybe you can as well. But for me, it was about eight years ago when I first became a, a parent now, um, uh, eight years ago. And uh, it's it's interesting, uh, you know, for you, it may be when, you know, you became a parent or got married or just got into this special bond or friendship or whatever it may be. But, um, but yeah, for me, the example that comes to mind is... Eight years ago, when I first became a parent, when something changed my life forever, yet I didn't feel immediately different, but yet everything was different. In 2015, my oldest son, Lemuel, who goes by Lemmy, he was born, and um, you know he's eight years old now, or going to be eight. Sometimes I just like look at him, and I think, wow, you're the one who made me a dad. Of all people, you made me a dad, and it's like this special moment for me. And he's just like, I know, Dad, I know, whatever. (laughs) But I just think of that moment in Thanksgiving of 2015, because he was born on Thanksgiving Day back in 2015, and uh, there was a lot of excitement and a lot of commotion at first, very little sleep, as many of you know who have had that experience. Some of you have had that experience way more than me, (laughs) very little sleep, very little downtime to think and reflect about anything. And then after Lemmy, 22 months later, my uh, second son, uh, Lyle, was born. And uh, even less time to think, even less time to rest, right? And then last year, we welcomed our third baby boy, Leander, into this world. And so we're an all-boy family. There's never a dull moment in our house. But I remember, you know, every once in a while, it hits me. I think to myself, oh my goodness, I'm a dad. And these kids are always going to view me that way, even when I feel like a dad and when I don't, even when I feel crummy and when I don't. And some of you know what I'm talking about, right? Maybe for you it's a parent or maybe for you it's a special bond or a special responsibility that you've been given in your life. This doesn't only apply to parents, but anyone who's had either a forever bond or a very special moment where you know that everything has changed, even though you don't feel fully different. But it hits me once in a while that of all people in this world, I get to be the dad of these three boys and I sometimes come home with this deep philosophical mind, this deep way of thinking, where my mind is blown. I can't make sense of these ideas. And I, I'll talk to, to my wife Charlotte about it, and I'll, I'll just share with her and say, Wow, sweetheart, I, I can't believe it. I'm a father. <laughs> but the truth is, I don't always feel like a father. I still feel like me before I was a dad. With, with my, my funny, um, you know, habits and awkwardness and all of that, I still feel like me, even though everything has changed. And in some way, I feel the same as I always did, yet everything's different. I even still, rem- I still know the me that I was before I had kids, but I can't imagine my life without them now. I still feel like me, so what do I do with that? And again sometimes I come in this deep kind of philosophical way of thinking like wow this is amazing. And when I feel that way when I when I share with my wife that I can't believe I'm a dad even though I don't always uh, feel like it. She just looks at me and lo- and and uh, and says the standard response. She just says darling I don't care how you feel. Whether you feel it or not, you are a father. You are their father. And you can choose to live into that call or not. No mood, no feeling can change that. But you have a choice to live into it. Friends, brothers, sisters, the same is true for you. The same is true for us. If you place your faith in Jesus Christ, he's taken a step toward you. If you take that step toward him, you are a part of the new creation. No mood, no feeling, no circumstance, no challenge, no upsetting news, no event can ever change that. Easter is not just good news, it is true news. It is transformative news. Jesus claims that whoever lives in me will never die, and this is not just a metaphor or a nice vague idea or a figure of speech, but Jesus really means what he says. This is not just some kind of vague hope, but it is God's promise. Death no longer has the power to pluck you away or to separate you from the arms of God You are secure. You are set free. And if you've trusted in Jesus, then I want you to hear this. There is a resurrection coming for you. There is a new creation coming for you. There is a new beginning coming for you. In this strange time that we live in, that we call everyday life, may we hold on to God's promise that there is a resurrection coming. Whether we feel frightened or anxious, parents, you're unsure what, what to do in this season of parenting, children, you're unsure what, what choices to make or what direction to go, those going through all kinds of circumstances, those experiencing loneliness, those experiencing crisis, I want you to hear this. There is a new creation coming for you. There is a new beginning coming for you. Teenager or young person, young adult, still trying to figure out life in this uncertain stage. There is a new beginning for you. Senior citizen, or those struggling with sickness and disease, you may feel vulnerable, you may feel unsure. I want you to hear this that because of the resurrection, there is a new creation coming for you, there is a new beginning in store for you. All of those struggling with depression, anxiety, feeling like life sometimes is just this emotional roller coaster. I want you to hear that the good news of Easter means that there's a new beginning coming for you. Easter is a reminder that nothing, absolutely nothing can separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus because he's already taken that step toward you and he's not stepping away. He's not stepping back. He's taking that step toward you the stone has been rolled rolled away there's nothing between us and god and now this same resurrected lord jesus he takes a step toward you and he calls you by your name he sees you he loves you he hears you he embraces you friends brothers sisters there is a resurrection coming for you there is a new creation in store for you there is a new beginning coming for us amen let's pray let's go before the lord let's pray we're gonna pray right now and then we can talk more afterwards let's pray god we thank you lord we celebrate your resurrection this morning te damos gracias dios santo celebramos tu resurrección esta mañana Lord, you have risen. Has resucitado. Lord, and I pray that today, as you've taken a step toward us, that we could take a step toward you. Lord, we love you, and we, and we give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Te damos gracias, Dios Santo. Lord God, thank you that no doubt, no question, no guilt, no feeling, no shame, can ever separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus. Nada nos puede separar de ti, Dios Santo. Lord Jesus, we just want to celebrate that today and we want to lift you high. We want to proclaim that good news, that living hope that we have in you. Thank you, God. Receive, Lord, this song as our prayer. Jesus Christ, you are our living hope. Thank you, God, that the worst things will not be the last things in our lives. Thank you, Lord, that you've taken a step toward us and now we can take a bold step toward you. Thank you, Lord, that because of your resurrection, there is a new creation in store. There is a new beginning on the way for each one of us, Lord. Thank you, Father. We want to praise you, and we say, thank you, Lord. We receive the gift of your presence, and now help us to live into your promises. It's in your faithful name.